We haven't heard from Mia in a while. Dear. Hmm? Yes? Do you know how long it's been? How long? You fell asleep. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, could you start again? I was just thinking, how would we know if Mia's even alive or dead? It's been four years without a word from her. Her husband is a busy man. Yes, I've not forgotten to be grateful for him. We were fortunate his military unit came to visit that summer. Yes, I said I'm grateful. We mustn't forget that if it weren't for Andre, she'd be married to some nobody from the village. Or stuck here at home. She was too beautiful for that. So were you. I wrote more than two letters to my poor mother when I left home. Your mother only lived round the corner. She appreciated them. The young people don't follow us. They have their own ways of doing things. It's a punishing way. Hmm. It's meant to snow tomorrow, and we'll hear the choir practising across the village. Surely that should cheer you up. It's always worse this time of year. We'll go for a walk, peer in at the decorations, see how they've managed a tree this year. You shouldn't be walking that far. I can walk around the village. The doctor said... The doctor isn't God, is he? Listen to you. You walk into your grave thinking you're only going to the shop. I'm fine. We'll see about that. Our wedding was around this time. Do you remember? You're getting soft. I was always soft. It was freezing. You were still smiling. The snow was up to our knees. The sun shone all day long, not a cloud in the sky. I wore boots to my own wedding. Ah, it's no wonder Mia left when she did. Peasants for parents. Couldn't even afford proper shoes for her wedding. You were stunning. Enough with you. (laughs) I still think about that day. I turn over every morning and see you. And instead, you're greeted by wrinkles. You were perfect. I suppose, in those days, I could be rather pretty sometimes. You're impossible. You saw us through some difficult harvests, I'll have you know. Well, I'm useless with these notices that come through the post. Mia was always so smart. I could just talk and she'd write down everything clear as a bell. Well, that was rather useful. I can milk a cow, cook, clean, charm our grocery bill down in cost. But those scratches on paper were far from my proudest moments. We were lucky she had a tutor. Luck? Ha! Lucky I sweet-talked the neighbour's daughter into those few years of schooling for her. Hmm. I miss her. I think about her all the time. I lay awake most nights and I hope she's safe and happy somewhere. Let's not get upset. If I could. If we could find someone to help us. What are you plotting? Could we send her a letter? Do we have Mia's address somewhere? Her address in Petersburg? We could send her a short message, just for Christmas, to wish her well and tell her how much we love and miss her. Do you think she has children? You know, she could. Imagine. Little ones. We'll never know if we don't try. I think I have his address. Andre, at the establishment he's at now. She'll think we've forgotten her. Why is that? We haven't sent her any letters since she left. 
She knows our circumstances. She doesn't know about you. Never mind about me. We don't want to depress her at Christmas. I'm not at death's door. But what if you were? And here we are without any ability to write the news to her. She must know we love her, darling. She has lived more years under our roof than out, and all that time, she knew she was loved. But we should add that in the letter. If that would bring you peace. You know, the innkeeper's wife has a brother, down at the tavern. When I brought our milk to the market last week, I overheard he's at the bar every day since he came back from the army. I'm ill a year, and you're already looking for a new husband. (laughs) Sure, sure. I heard people say he writes like the poets, that people pay him to write letters to their loved ones. How much? They didn't say. We should meet with him, see if he offers a fair price. I could stop by the tavern this evening, ask to speak with him. Well, it's getting late. Watch the clock, and if I'm not back before dark, send the hounds. Wear the fur. No, you keep it. I'll be back soon. Well? He wasn't there. A wasted trip. No, listen. He wasn't there, but I spoke with the cook who directed me to the mistress of the house. She told me he wasn't in the tavern because he was... Well... He was waiting for a woman in his rooms. He's in a bit of a bad way, our Mr. Writer. I'd rather not disturb him. If it wasn't important, I wouldn't be here. You want a letter out of him? If he's willing. Oh, he's always willing. For a price. An unsavoury character, this writer. It's not our place to judge. Especially when we need his services. Turns out, his rooms are above the tavern. So, she went upstairs to see if he would meet with me. He came down and... God help me, he stank. Can't imagine any woman going near him with a beanpole. Was he drunk? Peter, I'm not going to gossip about Mr. Fyodor. Ah, he has a name, this writer. Mr. Fyodor. It was all very informal. (laughs) Madam? A pleasure, sir. Oh, none of this sir talk in the country. I won't have it. Call me Theodore. I should have come with you. I relayed a request and he accepted. At what cost? Fifteen kopecks. Fifteen? I drove it down from twenty, but that was where we settled. We're to meet him the day after tomorrow, assuming the storm has died down, and he will write our letter to Mia. Excellent. I worry how we'll get by being 15 kopecks short. Like you say, we always manage. You won't be much of a Christmas. You've kept us safe this long. But please, let's take a little risk for Mia. Very well. What shall I write? Lady, what am I writing? Patience. You'll be paid for your time. (laughs) Whatever you say. I don't like to be rushed. This is important. 
How about to our dear son-in-law, Andre, and to our only precious daughter, Mia. We, uh, we, we send our love and prayers for blessings on your marriage. Got it. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas. We're still alive. We're well. And we pray the Lord in all his mercy would bless you this winter. And and we we hope... Uh, come now. Let's let the man do his job. It's been so long. How do we... How can we make plain that... He's getting hot. Is there anything else? What does he do in Petersburg, this son-in-law of yours? He was a soldier, my friend. I imagine he left the service around the same time as you. A military man. He works in a hydropathic establishment now in Petersburg with Almia. The doctor there treats the sick with water, so Andre is the house porter helping run the place. We have the address here. Mia gave it to us when they married. Only God knows if it's still correct. I'm sure it is. Perhaps they're no longer in this world. That's enough to go on. One moment. I'm sorry. You're doing great. How can we know we've said the right thing? This man is a professional, and you said he came highly recommended. Right. It follows. On God's holy day, we find ourselves even then in a state of reflection, whereupon we reckon with the soul's everlasting nature. Since your soul's fate was to fulfil a military career, we advise you to look into the code of disciplinary offences and fundamental laws of the War Office. You will see in that law the civilization of the officials of the War Office with its palatial setting. A life in the military is no life, and we find your transition into medicine to be most satisfactory. Take heed of Volume 5 of the Army Regulations, stating a soldier is a common noun and a proper one. A soldier of first rank is called a general, and of the last a private. Yes, um, and is everlasting. Thereby, you can judge what is the enemy without, and what is the She won't know about the call. Can't worry her. Especially this time of year, when we'll be spending Christmas with the bare stores we have left. Don't forget the cows passed. Ah, I'd forgotten that. Best not to mention that. Should we ask for money? We should, but she could be burdened. She could have more mouths to feed than us. And she doesn't know about your recent trip to see Dr. Yurev. Will you stop upsetting yourself? We have always managed before now. We'll manage again without becoming beggars. Your soul could be God by this spring in your condition and she won't know the difference. But the chance to know our grandchildren. It could just be her and the soldier. Yes. But who knows? There. This is my best work yet. They'll be very impressed with the eloquence of your letter. Is that so? I've ended with a thoughtful examination of how greed and evil thoughts can consume one during this time of year, and how being steadfast in one's faith can overcome impurity. I feel a headache coming on. It sounded smooth. Perfect for the occasion. I knew my wife was right in bringing this important task to you. Your payment. God give you good health, sir. Mm, yes. Pleasure. Ugh. Diseased creature. That better have been worthwhile. To the station? You have absolute trust in this man's ability? Don't you? Mm, I suppose. I, I, yes, of course. 
And then we'll have a pot of tea when we get home, shall we? We only have the leaves from this morning. It will be enough. Your post, sir. Happy New Year to you. Ah, Your Excellency, welcome. Andre? A happy New Year to you. Thank you, young man, and to you. Is the doctor running on time today? Of course, Your Excellency. He'll meet you in the consultation room just through here. Let's see what we have here. This came for you, uh, from the country, looks like. For me? I suppose. What a surprise. <laughs> Sweetheart, get down from there, you're full. Mm. Come along, let's see what news is here. To our dear son-in-law, Andre, and to our only precious daughter. <gasps> You'll never guess what this is. It's from your grandmother and grandfather. News from the country. They say the snow is piled high on rooftops, weighing down trees for miles around. You must know. Your grandparents are the most beautiful souls on all the earth. They love you. They love your mama and papa. If only you could meet them. There's a little church in the village filled with candlelight at Christmas where a choir sings hymns that pierce your very heart. <sighs> Enough of this. Read it yourself. There's a section about you and they say they pray for us every day. Right. It's a wonder they haven't mentioned the children. I wrote about their funny little performance they put on before bedtime a few weeks ago. Do you remember? Perhaps they haven't arrived. Was the address clear on the last letter I gave you to post? Make sure the children don't stomp around while the general is here. The doctor needs quiet to do his work. They've been angels today. Andre! Uh, yes, this way to the treatment room, Your Excellency. Shall we read it together? Come sit. <laughs> Goodness, you're like little hairs running about. Yes, right here next to me. It begins, We wish you a very Merry Christmas. At Christmas Time by Anton Chekhov was adapted and directed by Ali Ingalls, featuring Angelina Trudy as the mother, Roger Parkins as the father, Lou Newington as the mistress, Dylan Alcock as the writer, Bab Joshi as the general, James Killeen as Andre and Sarah Lewis as Mia. Music by Dylan Alcock. <laughs>